The world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom <laughs> forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Thinking about giving out free compasses to everyone who finds <laughs> the two new entrances. That's great. What do you think? I think it'd be a great idea. Just watching the video, I get hours and hours of laughter, pleasure. Yeah, if you go to my uh, YouTube or any social media channel, and LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, uh, you'll see I'm posting videos. I taped another one today to get in from the back, too, but... Um, Robin, uh, Robin Bonnie says, uh, laugh out loud, when the price of the signage announcing the new edition costs more than the new edition, <laughs> you know something's wrong. Isn't it? Hey, it's approaching it. And Ronald Harmon said that I am a readist because I assume everyone can read. Shame on you. See that? I'm a readist. That's right. Yes, um, yes, yes. Another yeah, form kinda, of discrimination. Yeah, we're getting a lot of people calling. They can't find the entrance, uh, the two new entrances to the building. Right. Uh, we can definitely do a study on this. Four times the size of the old entrance. Yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting. <laughs> and all the arrows point there. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so I think I'm going to get like little like Cracker Jacks compasses. So I, anybody who... I love the do not use this door yeah. <laughs> sign that's on the door. They pull and on they're it pulling day. on it all day long. And they're screaming through the crack. Hello! And then the, the concierge is getting phone calls all day. Why are you closed? Why are you closed? It's great. Yes. <laughs> Follow oh. the black and red balloons, too. Yeah, but that's another story. Yes. And these people bother me because they're to have firearms. So Not all. <laughs> Not Some all. are tourists. But, yeah. uh, yes, a lot of them are, are repeaters. And uh, we have two <clears throat> new entrances. So the new entrance is on the corner of McBride and Lackawanna, which would be the, the hardest entrance to get to, actually. We have another new entrance on the side, which is on Lackawanna Ave. So if you park in the back of Mount Gunmore or on the side of Mount Gunmore, closest to the TD Bank. That would be the closest entry point to get in. You do not have to walk the entire length of the building. I, I did that because I always hated the original building design, yeah. that if you parked in the back, you had to walk all the way up the right, front and right. then come around yep. and then and then go into the front. So I cut the distance by 50%. But what I'm finding is, is people are walking, parking in the back and going against the arrows that are on all the doors and signs and A-frame <laughs> ladders with balloons on them and blinking lights and beacons. And they're walking past them all, and they're walking 270 degrees now to get into the building. That's great. And then I had I had a customer complain about the distance. And then when I showed him the side door entrance, his car was literally 14 feet from it. So I, I hope I fix that for next time. But we're trying here. So we've expanded so much now. We have four ranges. We have 13 ports, 25 yards for non-members and renters. That's it for that for that uh, segment of customers. 
Six ports 50 yard is members only now. We have a 10 port overflow range for matches, leagues, training. And then we have 15 ports brand new, all digital, computer, everything. Members only, 80 hours a week that we are open. It's a members only range. Right now we have 100 parking spaces. We will have a 220 parking spaces within the next few weeks when the rest of the parking lot is finished in the back. So I, I, we, we got it. We got it rolling here, ladies and gentlemen. So it's been very busy. The renters range had a little wait uh, last Saturday and Sunday, but the members ranges had no wait. And what's so if amazing you is the side parking lot closest to the door was empty was empty <laughs> so if you if you have your own guns or you're uh, you know and you're a member and you stop coming here because it was so busy you sh you should definitely consider stopping by any time now there's no reason to shy away and come during the week or a weeknight yeah, right. anymore you can literally come anytime we have members only counters and we have members only range and it's so much different the members only range is 15 ports it's like a country club environment now yeah right it's laid back. It's not full of people. Where the renters range, we have groups of people and, and birthday parties going on and stuff. So we've created something for everyone at every level of your uh, a gun journey, firearms journey, so to speak. So come on down and show your support. It's long overdue. It's finally open. October 5th. Long time coming. Yes. October 5th from 2 p.m. till 8 p.m. We will be having uh, a grand reopening. And the grand reopening, Jay Mickens will be performing. Jay Mickens' oh, wow. music. Oh, that's great. Yes. The Lady will be here all day. Wow. Cynthia. Sip and Swirl will be here all day with the signature Gun for Hire flavor ice cream. Mr. Cupcakes is uh, signed on to uh, be here with some treats. And we're inviting all the Quarantine Crawl people, anybody on the Quarantine Crawl interested in being part of the trunk show, uh, Matt, M-A-T-T, at gunforhire.com. Uh, email with Matt and coordinate. Anybody with food, any business, product, service, you want to bring business cards, brochures, you want to stop by, whatever, we're inviting the entire gun community uh, to support those who support you that day. So that'll be Tuesday, October 5th from 2 p.m. till 8 p.m. If you go to the old entrance and you can't get in, you're going to miss out on all the festivities. <laughs> I'll show you. It happens. It happens. <laughs> That's right. It happens. So uh, my teaser today, I held up my orange election alert card. And a lot of uh, newbies say, oh, the NRA wastes their money with this. This is one of the most effective things the NRA does. If you're an NRA member, the NRA ILA sends this out based on your voting legislative district, and they send an election alert. So where I am, it says Tuesday, November 2nd is Election Day in New Jersey. And the NRA has endorsed Kristen Carrado, A-rated, Christopher DePhillips, A-rated, and Kevin Rooney, A-rated. All three are NRA-endorsed, okay? And it's warning me that mail-in ballots should arrive around September 18th. Make sure you vote on or before November 2nd to elect them. I didn't get my mail-in ballot yet, but that's my warning there. Now, if you're not a member of the NRA, you can go to nrapvf.org nrapvf.org and click on grades click on new jersey and it will give you everybody you should vote for we couldn't make it any easier all right our legislators and our public masters are making it harder and harder for us to vote but the nra makes it easy who to vote for so it's kind of balancing out there 
Right. Okay, I thought we dropped out there for no, a second. We didn't. Uh, so it's interesting that we should all we should all be following that NRA PVF dot org grades. If you get the NRA magazine, it's in the insert covering your entire state. You should get an NRA orange card. Uh, there have been many years where the Postal Service has thrown these out for large swaths of people, and or we didn't receive them until a week after the election, yeah, by the way. That's very true. Uh, you know, not that anybody would do that on purpose. No, or anything. no, not that of would course. Be it was by mistake. The law. They, they thought it was, you know, just orange garbage. Yeah, we don't want, we don't want people to see this because no. we want voter suppression. Right. Coming from right. the post office that invented mass shootings. Correct. You know, Sandy and I, we're talking before, uh, and you're right, millennials come to the range and uh, they use their debit cards to use, in the vending machine yeah. for a 75 cent uh, yeah. bag of chips or something. And uh, we have three huge vending machines, by, by the way, right now. And uh, one of them has that big uh, um, honey bun with the icing all over it, Sandy. Oh, God, and I, I used to eat things. those back in my fat days, especially when they're sitting around a little bit in the, in the icing soaks into the cake the fried dough you <laughs> oh, know what yeah, i'm talking about yeah, you remember how that gets yeah, yes i do so I, i'm looking in the vending machine and every time i walk by the vending machines it's calling my <laughs> and i look at it and those I go, things are no, good yeah. not, not today not today but it's it's killing me it, it is it's killing me they're like I chips put, you can't eat just one no i'm gonna put uh all three vending machines i'm gonna put uh, a bmi scale on the base of every vending machine, so and a reader. So when you stand on the vending machine, it'll tell and you, you put in. Go for the no, carrots. Go for no, the carrots. No, 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 no. I got it all figured out with the programming. So you get on the thing, Sandy, right. and it assesses your BMI. You plug in E seventy two for the honey bun. Yeah, and a water falls out. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. What do you think? I like it. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> Oh. Yep. Well, you got to know pretty much. You don't even have to assess the BMI. If you press the uh, E32 for the for the uh, honey bun, yeah. you know yeah. already. Yeah. 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 The honey bun. And the honey bun, all, all the, the junky cake carb stuff that I like, like remember the Drake's coffee cakes, the, oh, the yeah. double in the package? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and only two in a package is a real travesty because I could eat six of those. Like nobody Well, they business. were bite-sized, those little ones. Correct. They're there too. Oh, uh, so I look at that stuff. They put it all in the bottom row. And every time I bend down to read the labels, the blood rushes to my head. It's probably telling me I probably shouldn't even be looking at that yeah, stuff, right? shouldn't, yeah. yeah uh, and I know shouldn't. what? They have it on the bottom because they don't want it to fall that much. Because us fat people, we don't like dented food. Yeah, that's true. We'll eat it. <laughs> yeah, but we'll we're going to eat it. About it. Yeah. But we don't like dented food. You know, I've eaten like Entenmann's cake where I just didn't eat the moldy corner. Right, exactly. Or the one right, that fell yeah. into the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> if it's late enough and the nurses aren't around, <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> whatever it takes to get by the night. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The fat stories I could tell. Now I get, I order lunch here. It comes with bread. I open the foil around the bread. And I shake it and throw it in the garbage because I'll eat the, the, the entree. And then an hour later, I will take the bread out of the garbage if it's still wrapped in foil. Well, dude, and I, I'll eat it. I wonder how many uh, listening could uh, associate with this. I mean, back in the day when I used to travel <laughs> six days a week and you get in, you know, you fly across the country, right? Mm -hmm. Has this ever happened to you? Right? And there's nothing open 
and then you're wandering down the hallway and somebody left their perfectly good um, whatever on the tray outside from room service. Uh, yes. I have done that. Yes. I have picked my way through the garbage of room service. Yes. Yes, yes. How yes. sad is that? But we uh, we do these things because, you know, we're a little desperate there. But, yeah. yeah, we could talk about these fat stories all day. When you got that fat mentality, it was no different when I used to quit smoking. I would throw the cigarettes in the garbage and an hour later go get them. I would crush the pack and then an hour later go back and <laughs> put the them crumbs. together. That's right, of course. I put Why the not? cigarette back together. <laughs> because that's how you do it. Yes, that's exactly so I'm the same way with food. Now I have to play mind tricks. You know, I have to take the bread out of the, the foil, on it. throw it in the garbage, <laughs> shake it like that. And then 15 minutes later, I'm looking, did it really touch anything? It really wasn't anything, anything bad in it. It was yeah. just crushed a paper. I think. Oh, it's such a sickness. The vending machine, though. Every time I walk it's by, there's skill. that honey bun. <laughs> So now that we've had a jovial mood, I want to talk about uh, for years we've been saying George Orwell's 1984 is now available in nonfiction, <laughs> yeah, absolutely right? right? A dystopian world. Well, this was a conversation, and we touched on this a little bit a few weeks ago, but <clears throat> a great article came out by Harold Hutchinson in Amoland. And uh, the Biden IRS proposal, uh, any transaction over $600 in a year, they want the bank to report that to the IRS. Yeah, and that's just for the super rich. Uh, yeah. I'd ha I hate to have to tell the, the sock puppet president that um, Medicare recipients uh, get more than $600 every single month. So you're trans I guess they're super rich now. So just from one aspect... All right. For let's talk about from the gun aspect from Harold Hutchinson here. Right. He says many Second Amendment supporters haven't heard of the Biden administration's proposal to greatly widen IRS reporting requirements regarding bank accounts. In essence, if you have more than six hundred dollars in your account or you make more than six hundred dollars in transactions in a year, the <laughs> bank has to report the transactions to the IRS. Now. The banking industry is fighting hard against this because they know they're going to lose a ton of customers. Everyone's going to go to cryptocurrency and underground cash. Yeah, right. Okay. The believe it or not, the Except banking they industry. To, they, they're going to have to recall the cash, Ann. Because, yes. like, they've done this twice. They're going to have to recall the cash and change everything over because they cannot devalue or give us all a haircut. We are so deep in debt right now that we're about to collapse, which is why the Fed the other day just announced that even though they said they weren't going to raise interest rates until 2023, are going to raise interest rates. It's all a farce. Of he doesn't course. even know where he is. No. And he's not doing this. No. But here's the deal. <laughs> the banks are fighting this. I don't know how... Um, if they're disingenuous in fighting this, they probably they, they probably might be are. outwardly fighting yeah, it, but they're yeah. probably in bed yeah, with it. Absolutely. So let's let's look at this. All right, this is one. This is from Harold Hutchinson. This is one of the most dangerous below the radar threats to the two A we've ever seen. For starters, this adds a massive reporting requirement for banks and financial institutions. Just just what sort of Second Amendment related financial financial activities will get reported? Well, here's some samples. Ammo purchases, yep. donations to 2A groups, yep. firearms purchases, yep. 
purchases of firearms accessories. Right. So Harold writes, congratulations, the IRS can start drawing up a list of gun owners, all thanks to the transaction data they force banks to hand over. What could possibly go wrong? Well, here's a flash from the past, ladies and gentlemen. I was a part of this, by the way. Remember Lewis Lerner? While she was perhaps the public face of the IRS's uh, uh, abuse of power against the Tea Party in the wake of the Supreme Court's ruling in Citizens United. So I was involved on a speaking circuit for the Tea Party back then. Two years in a row, I was audited by the IRS. A little known fact for most of you out there. Okay, and that was the uh, the Tea Party in the wake of the Supreme Court's ruling in Citizens United. It was not it, it was not the only abuse during the Obama administration. Her retirement and the fact that she draws a six figure pension with your tax dollars after she quarterbacked the suppression of the use of protected First Amendment rights is something that should be concerning. What they what the Obama administration did with Lewis Lerner is all the right wing groups that were part of the Tea Party all got audits and. People that were involved in the Tea Party all got audits, putting many of them out of business because you can't beat the government because their lawyers and their pocketbooks are bottomless because we fund it. You eventually you have to give up. Right. Remember the old saying, you can't fight City Hall. You can't win over the federal government unless you have unlimited funds. So back then, the IRS used donor lists to steer audits while Obama was in the Oval Office. But that isn't all. Senator Sheldon Whitehouse, <clears throat> pimp, <clears throat> whose disdain for the Second Amendment is exceeded by his disdain for the First Amendment, sought to have the IRS and Justice Department cook up charges against the Tea Party. What might you ask for if he can access your contributions to pro-Second Amendment groups? Can you imagine what can be done, what's done by someone like Letitia James? It isn't just politicians like White House and James we have to fear. Think about uh, the ATF, all right? Who, forget about Chipman. He's out already. But any leaks out there, like Trump's tax returns and everything, one thing we have to remember, Second Amendment supporters need to make fellow Americans understand is that this concern is not paranoia. This is a task that is made difficult by the media, which is often painted two-way supporters as being crazy or have gone along with those who have libeled us as being child-killing domestic terrorists for opposing efforts to punish us for horrific crimes and acts of madness we did not commit. Second Amendment supporters need to contact their reps and senators and politely urge them to oppose the IRS power grab that will be abused to attack our 2A rights and instead support the Freedom Financing Act. They also need to support pro-Second Amendment groups so that the anti-2A, anti-Second Amendment group extremists can be defeated via the ballot bot at the federal level and state and local levels. That's from Harold Hutchinson from MLN. This is huge. I've talked to a few people in banking, lower level, yeah, like bank presidents and stuff in like small banks. They can't. This is horrible. This is also going to put a lot of your small banks and credit unions out of business absolutely only the big banks will have the hooks which is to... what they want exactly we're going to knock out more of the little guys so you're going to have all the major banking networks the global blank banking networks knowing everything about us right look uh, you know unbeknownst to most of the general population this has been done with medicine over the past 20 well, i'm going to say maybe 30 years where you can't control 500,000 independent doctors but you sure as hell can control 5,000 hospitals so what you do is you make it completely unbearable 
for the solo practice physician. Ask yourselves the question, how many of your doctors are still independent? Most aren't. Most have joined practices that are owned by hospitals and are now employees of those hospitals. In order for socialism to work properly, they have to control your food, your health care, your money, your, your, uh, your housing, and who owns your mortgage, really? If it is the, you know, the uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, your house is owned by the government. Yes. Or VA, for that matter. VA. Cindy, F while you're talking health care, can you answer Rich Britton's question? <clears throat> he says, I can't wait to visit the range this week. Please go to the right door. I listened to the show, and you two were talking about uh, COVID. I was wondering if you can get Sandy's take on natural immunity. Why are we not studying it and his opinion on getting the vaccine after recovering? I just recovered from COVID and looking at 100 years of epidemiology, want to know why I need a vaccine for a virus I have multi-spectrum antibodies for. Rich Britain, out of my wheelhouse. It's a good question, Rich. Um, I think probably the best thing uh, to say, the, the simplest answer is we don't know. Ah. Um, we have no idea yet what... Uh, the duration of those antibodies are going to be. We do know that even the vaccine antibodies wane over at least the first six months or so. So, you know, even though you, there, and there aren't really any reliable tests, certainly on the market right now, that would determine whether you, the antibodies you have uh, would be enough defense. Because if, not to get too deep into the weeds, but the tests themselves uh, look for antibodies as a whole, the different, there are so many subsets of antibodies and each of those things do different jobs. Um, and the ones that do long-term recognition of the virus and short-term recognition of a, of a, of a pathogen are, are entirely different. Um, and it would be easier to answer that question as time goes on if we were dealing with a naturally occurring God created virus, which we are not, um, you know, we're dealing with something that has been um, monkeyed with by man. So we have no idea. This is all uncharted territory. Uh, it's a great question, um, which is why now we're looking at booster shots. But uh, again, a booster of the same vaccine that was given to you before has virtually no defense over what it didn't what the original vaccine had defense over you know we're we're now going through delta right delta is passing through the u.s and we're now looking at uh much different and much more virulent as again viruses do over time uh, they get much more virulent. <clears throat> the interesting thing about this particular COVID-19 virus, that was SARS-CoV-2, is the fact that it is, in many cases, not only becoming more virulent, as it would naturally do, but it is becoming more deadly, uh, which is completely the um, opposite of what it should be doing as a virus so it's supposed to be getting weaker right yeah it's supposed but to instead it's getting stronger yeah. because now we're hearing more and more cases people are dying right that... well, yeah and and the, the people who have been doubly vaccinated the the rate of <clears throat> and, and and again this is the thing that angers most of us who do what we do is the fact that the 
it's become so politicized and so ridiculous. Yep. And the data is, you know, I said to my wife a number of times, this is the first time in my entire career that I cannot trust data from anywhere. So, um, you know, what I'm, what I'm seeing from people on the ground and, and from observers on the ground that I trust is the fact that um, we are no, not really reporting uh, the numbers of breakthrough cases that are getting seriously ill, hospitalized, uh, and, and dying. Uh, and these are people who are doubly vaccinated or were vaccinated in the beginning. <clears throat> it's going to be interesting to see how this vaccine plays with the flu vaccine. And it's going to be interesting to see how this vaccine plays with uh, additional booster shots of the same, uh, you know, of the same vaccine. There are um, just to let you guys know, there are uh, studies being done right now across the world of um, instead of uh, homogenetic vaccines, meaning the same kind of vaccine being given. Like right now you're getting, if you got Pfizer, you're going to get Pfizer. If you got Moderna, you're going to get Moderna. If you got J&J, you're going to get J&J. Uh, Novavax is a new different type of vaccine, not new. Uh, the technology is 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 quite old, and in my opinion, not as 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 good as solid. Uh, it doesn't usually produce the type of immune response that you normally get. It, it uses a piece of the virus, and then and and then a soup uh, to kind of soup it up. <laughs> um, but um, there are studies are being done right now that if you mix and match. Uh, they're getting a little bit better uh, immune response from it. Um, we don't. We just don't know, which is the problem. I, I know it's frustrating to hear. It's frustrating for us to say, but that is true science. We don't know what we don't know. Uh, anytime you hear someone say that the science is settled, mm -hmm. um, they Lie. are lying to you. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. absolutely lying to you. So I hope you're more confused like we all are, but just be safe out there. Yeah. Uh, don't assume just because you've been vaccinated. I, you know, I try to tell everybody I, I, I speak to, do not assume that because you have been vaccinated that nope. you are bulletproof. Um, you are just as susceptible even though you've been vaccinated yesterday. Um, all this va all vaccine does, it doesn't prevent you from getting sick. It attenuates the symptoms. It it, it mitigates the uh, the viral load in many cases, but this is not doing that. You are just as if you do catch us, you and you have been vaccinated. You are just as contagious as a person who has not been vaccinated. So, to those people out there who are saying, "Oh, you know, they're blaming the unvaccinated for this. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated." That is absolute BS. Um, the science, the true science shows us that the people who are vaccinated carry just the same viral load as those who are not. So they're spreading it at the same rate. So assume everybody you meet is sick and uh, assume you can catch this from anyone and you'll be much better off. Masks are not the solution. Vaccines are not the solution. We really need to start dealing with this uh, on, on a, as a ground game and start dealing with how can we mitigate and stop people from getting sick to the point that they need hospitalization and uh, how do we stop them from dying uh, with drugs on the ground and that is outside of my wheelhouse.
Okay, you pissed me off, but I'll take it. Right. So those of you guys, and I know there's a bunch of you out there listening, um, you know, who are dealing in the clinical side of this, um, it's time now to stand up and, and say, why don't we start trying this or that? We have now. Let's let's turn a corner. Yep. Supreme Court. <clears throat> we have those all those two way cases that are set for conference Monday the twenty seventh, which is if you listen to the show, that's tomorrow. So here's the deal, okay? We have uh, the, the whole Young versus Hawaii case. We have the ten round magazine case, and we have the Evan and Lewis Knappen firm case that are going to be up for conference, and of course we have the uh, the Bruin case the Corlett case from New York. Well, 21 briefs were filed against it by 21 different uh, Democratic attorney generals across the United States. Of and of course, our acting attorney general in New York oh, yeah. signed one, joining a coalition of 20 Democratic attorneys generals from across the United States. Acting attorney general Andrew Brooke has filed an amicus brief with the U.S. Supreme Court defending New York State's limits on concealed carry licenses, okay? You ready for this? New Jersey residents should be able to go to a shopping mall or sporting event without having to worry about whether the person behind them is secretly carrying a firearm for no good reason. Brooks dead for, for, Wait, for no good reason? No good reason. Oh, Crazy criminals see. carry them for a good reason. For a good reason, right. And their armed security <laughs> details that we pay for right. carry guns for a good reason. Right. So then he wrote, a Supreme Court decision striking down. I don't know about you, but do you feel more comfortable with with a lawful concealed carry person surrounded by lawful concealed carry people, or do you yeah, feel but I'm more? I'm the third more... tier. I have no say. Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I have no say. So he wrote um, a Supreme Court decision striking down reasonable firearms licensing laws would pose a significant risk to public service. How so? safety? They never explain how so, do they? And then he says, we will always defend our state's common sense gun safety <laughs> laws. That's the same talking points. Oh, my goodness. But yet, these same people who elected the sock puppet in chief are going to just eat that stuff up. And they don't ask any questions. No one asks the question why or so let's how. Re let's remember, ladies and gentlemen, 44 states at minimum re re let you carry guns. Yeah. Right. All right, 44 states let you carry guns, but they don't want us to have them. Why don't they want us to have them? Because the first tier does not want the third tier to be able to protect themselves. Our lives are not as valuable as theirs. It's Remember, first tier is the, is the elites and the political class. Second tier is the criminals and the illegals. And, of course, the third tier is the law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. Jen Psaki, in a press conference the other day, said that... People coming into this country illegally from the southern border do not have to be vaccinated or quarantined because they're not staying here. <laughs> they're just here on vacation. They're Correct. visiting Disneyland and stopping off but and getting takeout us, food. The third tier must show proof of vaccination and our travel and our movements are limited in what was supposed to be a free country at one time. It's over. So while our acting attorney general is worried about us, they just bust it in Trenton nine firearms in a house in the city's west ward and you know what it was it's something i've been talking about a long time it was communal firearms yeah yeah 
There was nine yeah. firearms there that a known gang was renting out to <laughs> other gangs, including their enemies. It's kind of like the rent-to-own business of the fire. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Communal guns. See, but that's okay. That's, oh, that's okay, but that's we feel less fine. safe having a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen exercising their God-given rights to protect themselves and their family. And I know, I get it, the judges, the political class, the elite, they understand their lives are more valuable than us. I understand course, that. Yes, yes. That's why they don't have to wear masks when they go and they, they play dress-up and give each other awards. But they're, but the serfs have to wear masks. Oh, absolutely. The servants have to wear masks. <clears throat> yes, yes, yes. The little brown people who are serving them have to do that yes so <laughs> san francisco is going to crack down on shoplifting but only wait if minute. it's wait 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 but only if it's brazen oh, shoplifting okay so so how does this work well they've had like 60 percent of cvs walgreens and, and mom and pop shops are closing because oh, sure. if you steal it's under a thousand dollars it's not a criminal event <laughs> At one occasion, too. So you can do 900 bucks and 900 bucks and 900 bucks. All in one day. All in one day, yeah. But if it's brazen, <laughs> it's going to be enforced. So if you hide it, then it's okay. But if you openly just grab shit, then it's not okay. Yeah, I think oh, it's I the way that. you carry yourself. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If you stick your chest out. But if you slump over, you're good. Well, this is good. Why don't we just, uh, why don't we do that? <laughs> it's, the world is upside down. Okay, the world is upside down. And yet, California is such a reasonable state to live in. Low taxes, um, you know, reasonable people. You know, I have always said start judging the judges, right? Because yeah. we have a revolving door catch and release criminal justice system. And how many years have we been saying, how about enforcing the laws that are on the books already? Oh, yeah. Right? Remember why, why that? Would, why would we want to do that? And how about writing a law that says it, it's during the act or commission of a crime, not just possession? Like a homeowner has a 12-round magazine in their house with no bullets in it, and they don't even own the gun for it anymore because they sold the gun, and it was in the bottom of their desk drawer in their workshop, and they're looking at three to five years in pri state prison now. Yeah, just because right. they have it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mere possession. Mere possession. And now we'll know when you go buy one because it'll be reported to the government. Correct. Are you still fighting crime the old-fashioned way? Now cut crime in half the time with a fast, easy money-saving solution. Introducing the Shipbaggerator. This year's all-new crime deterrence marvel from the makers of Gun For Hire Radio. The Shipbaggerator's compact design makes it quicker and easier to use than jail cells, parole boards, lethal injections, or those costly, outdated electric chairs. Just park your Shipbaggerator in the town square, open the lid, and drop the shipbag in. It's that simple. There's no wrong way to use it. Back and forth, side to side, round and round, shipbags go in and come out as a mound. Super sharp stainless steel blades that never need sharpening do all the work. Slice ship bags so thin they only have one side. Built strong to last, they slice through even the toughest ship bags. Murderers, rapists, child molesters, no problem. Just set it to high, and the ship baggerator's powerful patented motor will handle them three at a time. No muss, no fuss, no bogging down. 
Just pop the top, drop them in, and watch as the powerful counter-rotating blades pull any size ship bag through at two feet per second. Amazing. Cleanup is a breeze. Just rinse with a fire hose or run it through the car wash. There's even a pulse setting for serial offenders. Save up the worst and delight the crowds on the 4th of July. Who needs fireworks when you've got the ship baggerator? And it's portable, so you can take it anywhere. But wait, there's more. For a limited time, we'll send you four additional sets of special stainless steel blades that never need sharpening. So now you can chop, slice, dice, and cube. The ship baggerator and four specialty blades, all for the same low, low price. Unbelievable. So don't wait. Call and get yours today. The Shit Baggerator is available only at Gun For Hire Radio. Operators are standing by. Stop the world. Mommy, I want, I want to, to go off. home. Stop the world. I want to get off. That just I've had enough you. of this place. That's, yeah, this have is you? true. I have. Yeah, I don't even recognize. You know, remember when we said like three or four or five years ago, there's going to come a point when you do not recognize your own country? We, I don't. And we got laughed at? Yeah, I don't. It's all backwards. No, it's it's upside down. Completely upside down. It's upside down. Yeah. On a brighter note. <clears throat> support those who support you. Marty's V-Burger, martysvburger.com, still rocking and rolling. Good. Mention Gun For Hire good, Radio, good, Gun good. For Hire, get a discount. Pick up his stuff at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Freakin' Fridays. New York Tack Defense, uh, Peter Tillum. If you own a gun and you live in New York, anywhere in New York, NY Tack Defense. If you live in the 49 other states, U.S. Law Shield. Use code Gun For Hire. You get a much bigger percentage than I thought you did. I just found this out. I got an email here from a lovely customer that I probably deleted already. Okay, here it is from Rico DeLuca. And I know his dad, Rich DeLuca, for 30 years now. He goes, Anthony, let me first say I'm a big fan of your radio show. I just want to clear things up for the U.S. Law Shield promo that was discussed in your show. This was actually recommended to me from several gun owners that I know, so I purchased it and used your promo code, but it didn't take. I just got off the phone with their customer service, and the promo was actually for a one-year multi-state protection with a 25% discount, then 10% every year after. I didn't even know that. Okay? You can't pay per month you get the discount to get the discount like I assume. Well, it pays for itself if you're getting 25% off. Yeah, right. All right? So... No big deal. They were really nice, and they just switched me over. I just wanted to say uh, that we also met once in your range with my cousin Joey. You were making a remark about my Rutz Hut shirt, saying, how could I wear a shirt like that and not bring me some rippers? That's Google right. Rutz Hut rippers <laughs> if you're not from New Jersey. Okay? He goes, then I told you I'm Rich DeLuca's son. He says, hi, by the way, and thanks for the book. I have to drag his ass to your new range one day so we can the two of us can catch up. So I know his dad for many, many years. Dad's a retired cop. He was telling a story. We always tell gun stories. Back in the day when he came on, they all carried revolvers, Model 10s, Model 14s, Model 19 Smith. Yeah. He said back in the day they used guns for their handguns for everything but shooting criminals. They'd use it as a hammer to hang a calendar in the <laughs> office or whatever. And he says that um, one of his guys, they answered a call, burglary call, and a guy was climbing out the window. This is in the 60s or whatever, 50s. 
And the guy took his service revolver out, and he held it by the barrel, and he hit the guy in the head with the butt of the gun to knock him out repeatedly until he knocked <laughs> him out. Put the gun back in his holster. Two weeks later, they get a phone call, uh, a police call. There's a robbery on Broad Street, Broad Market in Newark. They respond to the robbery. Two burglars come out shooting, right? Bank yeah. robbers. This guy comes out from the police car, draws his gun, goes to fire it. He can't fire it because the trigger guard is bent into the trigger. <laughs> <laughs> so I said to him, I said, what did your guy do? He goes, he ran. <laughs> can't make that up no you really can't you, you can't make that up that's that's i love i love stories like that the old guys have some great stories <laughs> oh i have tons more so we have u.s law shield john petrolino's book decoding firearms get it okay gun lawyer podcast exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms by evan knappen follow him quarantine crawl our chamber of commerce over 350 pro two a businesses products and services all right don't forget my book bitches crimeproofbook.com <laughs> crimeproofbook.com alfred hayes alfred hayes who i gave a plug last week sandy yeah eight more books oh my goodness this week every week six to eight books he orders wow. every day okay every every week i just can't believe it that he just keeps ordering the books okay that's great i mean uh, and he's doing a good good service for everybody that he teaches yeah so uh let me see what else did i have to plug here let me now if we could down. only just get every other uh nra certified firearms instructor to do the same you know, offer them at your class. I think that would probably be a great idea. You know? Yeah. Take because, a beginner class. Read right. Petrolino's book. Buy crimeproofbook.com. I just got a um I just got an accolade from from somebody. Where was it? I think it was Bruce Eng. He was he said the book was chock full of information, but he also could not believe the quality of the book, the thickness of the paper, the whiteness of the paper, the, the font we used and everything. I've been getting that a lot. I'm so happy that, that people are finding that, you know. Uh, it's so important. So uh, what's this? Hi, Ant. I have a friend, believe it or not, Jonathan Sammons, who is running for Gloucester County Sheriff. He's an outstanding individual. He's a military vet, 82nd Airborne, studying to be a nurse. He works at Bob's Little Sports Shop. Uh, he's a certified Glock and Smith & Wesson Armor. He also has his real estate license. He's definitely a two-way advocate. If you can give him a shout-out, check out Jonathan Sammons running for Gloucester County Sheriff, please. If uh, Gary, um, Gary, uh, I can't think of his last name. Anyway, if oh, somebody's pulling on the door. If Gary Allison recommends him, then I recommend him. All right, he made a U-turn. The two of them are looking at the sign. All right, win. They went outside and they made a right. Thank you, baby Jesus. Okay. There we go. Okay, Joe Scaramella sent me an email. I was actually surprised to find this email. He found an email from like 2016. On my way to work this morning, obviously listening to your radio show. It is Monday. I was trying to think how many years have passed since I came across your business and the show. Time flies. Unfortunately, I just haven't made some of the habits I promised stick. So today I packed my range bag and headed back um, to where I haven't been in a long time to see the newly renovated range. I expected nothing but the best and certainly found it this afternoon. 
I've been back since my class about four or five times, but the last two times, maybe more, years zero. I've almost forgotten how fun it was. I promptly signed up for a gold membership and intend to use it to the fullest. Anyway, thank you for keeping the radio show alive and the new book. Your pursuit for justice is always encouraging. Everyone who lives in the state should listen to your show. All it took was one time for me. I look forward to more range time in introducing Gun for Hire to some friends. Only the special ones get the free passes. Regards, Joe Scaramella. Joe, thank you so much. I get that a lot. You know, even though I, I uh, post, you know, Buster and teaser videos and stuff, I get, I get messages from people that keep me going. This guy Gianni on Instagram, he wrote, Anthony, you do a great and very effective job at marketing your fantastic business. Other business owners should take note, as I've never witnessed a business owner publicly show their pride and enthusiasm in their hard work. It really makes us consumers confident that you are providing the best product for our dollars. Wow. Thank you. Well, it's easy to do, you know, because you truly love what you do. And it's easy to do. You know, you can see it's effortless for you. Meanwhile, what do I get? <laughs> all, all I get is if you Google gun for hire... Right. You yeah. just get my competitors all pay for ads to come up because it's the only way they can make a buck is by grifting and on my back. You know, that has been since I mean, day one. Yeah, so. no, but now it's really bad. I mean, they're all on the attack now. I think it's funny. And they're paying every time somebody clicks on it and stays on it for like 30 seconds. They're paying like a dollar, dollar fifty a click. I don't pay to have any ads. All right. So here, guys. Um, oh, no, you, be careful. <laughs> If you get time, check it out. You'll see it. Yeah, if you get time, check it out. And if you got a couple of times, so a couple of clicks will, you know, help yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I want to say. Uh, by the way, if when you come to the grand reopening October 5th from 2 to 8, bring the poker chips. And if you made donations to the 5-2-A groups, we're going to be giving away the tip of the spear, the dory, uh, and a signed autograph book. Jim Howard just sent me an email. He says, this is my last scheduled donation before the big drawing on October 5th. I'm hoping I'll make it up there to pick it up after work. Thanks, Jim Howard. <laughs> he already won. Okay, he already put down that he won. The consolation prize for him is I'm going to uh, give him a, if he doesn't win, I'm going to give him a cigar, a Tijuana Small. A <laughs> if I can find them, I'm going to get him our blunt. Because he's a big cigar smoker. That's going to be the booby prize if he if he doesn't get it. Not, not much of a booby um, prize, huh? It's a real booby prize, I think. Yeah. Uh, Mike Candido forwarded me an email from Mikey Shirell because Mike uh, is not happy with her because she's supposed, you know, she's a serviceman and everything. And she sent him the stock. I don't really give a shit. And yeah, I'm doing the right. best to protect our rights. Go F yourself. But it was nice talking. Right. <laughs> Rafael Saz always sending me um, emails and uh you know he waited extensive time with clifton and i gave him advice i sent him j factors letters to send stating the laws and official misconducts and malfeasance i told him to call and everything and so he finally called the police department and the police department the firearms unit called him right back and said oh your stuff is here is ready and waiting you just have to pay the two dollar fee for your permits which he already paid online by the way because they don't know the old system the new system the up right. system the down right. system whatever and even though he paid it, rather than show proof he's just going to pay the two dollars again to get his permits right exactly because right. clifton's notorious for making people wait mm -hmm. for forever for it you know 
As is and then Passaic and Patterson. Yeah, and then he added, you know, last week I, I, I took to the range a female for the first time, um, and she had her son with her. They started with a 22 and then a 9mm. The smile on her face was amazing, and they now want to be gun owners too. Man, Ralph. That's great, man. All Absolutely. the exchanges we've had, all yep. the time I put in with you, that's my calling. Yep. And look what you just did. Yep. Each one reach one. You that's got right. two, a mother <clears throat> and her son. And then he wrote, I love the kind words the older gentleman that works for you told her. I'm sure he made her experience more enjoyable and forgettable. I'm ashamed I don't know the gentleman's name because my, it was my first time with his, his also. It was uh, Steve, by the way. I checked the cameras, Raphael. Raphael saw, this is what we need. More people like you reaching out. You're a new gun owner. You got educated. You listen to the show. You come in here. You get involved with the two-way groups. You are the poster child for our future, all right? And bringing two people in, you're going to bring more people in. You're going to bring more people in. They're going to bring more people in. You're going to end up becoming an RSO. You're going to end up becoming an NRA instructor. Watch. Follow the plan. I know the plan. Before we get to my book, uh, Murphy is only leading Jack Chitterelli by a little bit, like four percentage points right now. Wow. And I don't really believe the press. The press is definitely going to make it look like Murphy is going to do a landslide. Yeah. But even though he's giving away free everything, the FOP didn't endorse him. And even if other unions endorse him, I have a strong feeling many, many union members are not going to be endorsing them, even though they're going to tell the party that they are. Yeah, right. All right, because, you know, after he gets reelected, the lockdowns and the crushing of the businesses is coming back. Oh, you know it. He's got toddlers wearing masks. Yeah, you know it. It's going to happen. Okay. Right now they're saying it's a statistical dead heat. The percentage points are so uh, so tight. So don't give hope. Don't give up hope. You know, vote and vote often is what I say. And uh, just do the best you can and support those who support you. See if you have the NRA ballot, Political Victory Foundation. Talk to your friends and family. Is this what we want? Is this what we want, government, overreach, and socialism? We are fighting this tide. You know, it's, it, it's akin to you guys, us, all of us, standing in the ocean up to our knees in salt water with a teaspoon trying to get the water back into the ocean. Yeah, right. it, We can't do it. But collectively, if we all get together, we can help. We really, really can help, and it's going to be tough. Sandy, I want to talk about the, the book a little bit, another chapter, because I've been getting so much feedback. And uh, believe it or not, the Kindle version and the uh, book version will be available on Jeff Bezos' platform soon. And late October, I'm going to get a new right knee replaced, and Sandy and I will be uh, recording the audible version while i'm home for about two to three weeks uh with my knee replacement i'm setting the whole studio up at my house sandy doesn't know it yet he just found out today <laughs> am i correct you're correct yes that's right he just he just found out today that's how that's how we roll so since we're in new jersey and the first tier will not allow us to protect ourselves i want to discuss chapter 18 in my book and I caught crap uh, from this uh, before in states where people can carry because they usually tell me to move. But since we can't defend ourselves with a gun in the state of New Jersey, would it be ignorant of me to just ignore the fact? Or would it be intelligent of me to exploit the fact and teach people? 
I think right? it's better to teach and people. We got a lot of ignorant mofos out there. Just right. come and check out my front lobby door. Uh, <laughs> so civilian you response. You believe that? We'll show you the tapes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> civilian response to an active shooter while unarmed. Okay. We're going to talk about this, and uh, this is a hot topic because we've seen over the year a proliferation of active shooter situations. Just this media, past week, yeah. Yeah, and media coverage of these type events does little to help the situation. We get a lot of copycats, too, you know. Yeah. One of the recent cases we had in New Jersey in 2017, the Garden State Plaza shooting in Paramus. The shooter went into the mall, fired a few shots of an AR-type uh, platform into the ceiling, then proceeded to scurry off. Uh, into some corner and take his own life. He was walking through with a uh, motorcycle helmet on, yep. by the way. Yep. Well, we had a response of over 500 police officers and SWAT teams called in. And it brings some, to light some basic training that should be instilled in all families when going out into a public arena, venue, sporting game, or mall. What we should do is constantly and vigilantly be aware of our surroundings. And we should have a plan. When you walk into a mall with your family, you should call out a rendezvous point if something should happen or if you should get separated. We all meet back here. I remember being that, that drilled into me when I was a oh, kid. Yeah. My mother or father used to say, and remember where we parked the car. Right. right. It was my job. Yeah, yeah, right. At 12 exactly. years old, I had to remember where we parked the car. <laughs> if you walk into a big box store entrance of the mall, Near, near the garden center, you should announce to your family and friends and loved ones, if something should happen and some, someone gets separated, we meet back here. Now, why is that important? What if you're on the side of the mall and your loved one is on the other side of the mall when the active shooter situation arises? How will you know if they're safe? What if they are not able to get back to you to the rendezvous, rendezvous point? This is why it's nice to always enter a mall or sports venue with a fully charged cell phone. The first thing you should do if there's an active shooter is put your phone on vibrate because if you're going to hide somewhere, you do not want your sister texting you and revealing your location so that the active shooter can now come over and execute you. Always put your phone on vibrate. The next thing you should do is try to find cover if you cannot escape the mall. It's interesting because a lot of people don't know the difference between cover and concealment, which is why I've discussed this a few times throughout my book. Cover is something that could stop a bullet and protect you from some, some type of firepower. Concealment is something can, that just cloak you or disguise you, like hiding behind a lady's clothing kiosk in the middle of a mall. That would give you concealment, but not cover. Imagine hiding behind some woman's dresses, your phone goes off, and you have a weird ringtone as the active shooter is walking by. He'll know your location, putting yourself or your family in harm's way. This is why you keep your phone on silent in such situations. Also, when in an airport, a mall, a sports venue, etc., think about where you sit and take note of where the emergency exits are. Take note of what your escape avenue would be. I always sit with my back to the wall whenever possible. Take note of, where, where, of what you would bring with you. And I've talked about this uncomfortable notion with people before. If my ex-father-in-law was with us in his wheelchair with my two stepsons, I would probably have to leave the ex-father-in-law behind for the safety of the kids and for speed of escape. These are things you have to think about, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's shitty, but you have to think about it. If you look at any of the videos from the actor shooter situation that happened in 2013 at LAX airport, you'll notice that people were running in herds and were looking back to see where the noise and shooting were coming from. This is a huge no-no. When you're out in the public or any environment like that, there's no need to look back. Look forward towards your exit or safe area and keep running in that direction. 
Every time you turn back, you slow down and increase your chances of tripping, falling, or hurtling over someone in front of you. When you're running away, you're always running towards something, towards safety, not looking back. Have a plan. You're going to put yourself or your family in harm's way. Never look back. That's, there's nothing back there for you. Safety is forward. Okay? When, you're, when, you, when we have an active shooter in a mall, you run for cover in a retail store. There are other employees in the retail store. If there's an exit back in the mall, someone should take charge, and you should all hightail it out of that exit and get to safety. Hide behind cars in the parking lot. An engine block is cover. Change. An engine block is cover, all right? So we don't know if this is a real terror threat or if this is a renegade active shooter. We don't know what it is at this point. All we know is that we hear popping sounds and people are running for safety. If we're in a retail store and we try to escape out the back door, that might not always be feasible. Many of these stores, you cannot escape. There is no back door to the parking lot. So now it's time to barricade yourself in, close the door, lock the door, pile things up in front of you. Do whatever you possibly can do to put some cover between you and the active shooter. At this point, all lights should be off if possible. In some of these stores, the lights are on timers, okay? Hit the deck and make yourself, as you and your family, as low and small a target as possible and wait it out. In another situation, let's say you're with your wife and she drags you into one of those dreaded candle stores. An active shooter situation occurs. The shooter is walking down the center aisle of the mall and you hit the deck on the ground behind a candle display. Again, your cell phone should be turned to silent and you should remain quiet behind that display. Hopefully, if there is an active shooter, he doesn't spot you and come towards you. If you see people running and maintain this defensive position, just like being barricaded in a retail store, it is very important that you and your family know how to act when the police come to the scene, Sandy. When the police get there, they don't know who the active shooter is. They don't know. So they're coming in and they're scared just as we are. All right, and they're headed, they're trained to head in the direction of the shooter and try to shoot the shooter or shooters as soon as possible. Their training techniques dictate how this is to be done. Years ago, the police would wait at the perimeter until the SWAT team would arrive, and by then, the active shooter would normally have taken their own life after inflicting as much damage as they could. New officer training is that they go in right away, unless you're that sheriff down in Parkland, you hide outside. Uh, the coward of Coward County. Uh, again, I would still maintain that position either in a store or hiding behind the candle display. After that, the SWAT team will be called in, and they will come in and run through the store, usually in a diamond pattern, sweeping room to room. It's at this point when the police arrive, and whether you're hiding behind a barricaded door or lying on the floor behind some candles, you should follow these valuable tips. The first tip is to remain silent with your hands visible and wait for the police to give you direction. Don't talk, yell, or scream, because this might give away the police's location to the active shooter if they're in hiding. Wait for the police to approach you. They will search you. They will treat you roughly, most likely like a criminal. They don't know if you're the good guy or the bad guy. You must follow their commands. Normally, if they're clearing a mall or sports venue, the path is clear behind them, and they will have people set up to send you to, uh, to send to you to be searched, ID'd, and put you in a holding area until they can sort the entire situation out. When the SWAT teams arrive, arrive, this is a great time to give the police any valuable intel you may have witnessed, how many attackers they were, what they were wearing, what directions we were they were going in. These scenarios I've discussed 
and are talking about you and your loved ones. There are so many other scenarios that need to be addressed if you are dealing with the elderly, the infirmed, or the handicapped. What if you have four kids with you? What if you have two kids and, you, and two of your neighbor's kids? This could be a serious problem. All right. How are you going to keep them all quiet? Younger children will not realize the severity of the situation and will get fidgety, make noise, say they're hungry, or when are we leaving? When are we eating? That's something I would have said when I was 12. Dad, I know there's an active shooter, but are we still going to Red Robin for burgers? Okay, the kids might even say they have to go to the bathroom. This is why parents need to have a good grasp on their children and prepare them for every situation. Sometimes it's not always the best to be your child's friend. Sometimes it's better to be your child's parent. To be continued. I hope you all like that information. Sandy, back to you. Well, we are VHS. raising money for homebound disabled veterans and veterans in need of memory care. You can join us by going to GoFundMe.com and searching for VHS of Ocean County, Victor Hotel Sierra of Ocean County. Visiting Home Care of Ocean County is joining with us to provide care. They're a 501c3 community-based nonprofit organization that is the only one stepping up to help veterans in need of care under the Biden and Murphy administration, both of which have devastated the funds available for disabled veterans, sadly. It takes about 100 bucks a day to provide care for a veteran, and there is far more need than we have funds available. We're trying to raise a minimum of $5,000 between now and the end of the year to continue providing care to the veterans that we are providing care to right now. Anything you can do to help, five bucks, 10 bucks, it's the little donations as well as the big donations that make the world go around. In the case of families who need memory care, it is a wonderful respite for a, a day, a half a day a week just for them to be able to get some shopping and errands done. It is a 24-hour seven day a week labor of love to provide care to someone in need of memory care and your donation can give them a well-deserved respite break for an afternoon it is unfortunate but family caregivers are so easily overlooked and the pressures they face are so often beyond belief and this week, I'd like to thank Jerry F., who likes to remain anonymous for his $100 generous contribution to the fund. Thank you so much, Jerry. And if any of you guys out there are members of any veterans organization, like the American Legion, VFW, Disabled Vets, I'd ask you to please help out and maybe uh, start a collection fund, maybe even a jar at the bar. Give a buck for a fellow vet in need, pull those funds together, and then send them in. The address is GoFundMe.com VHS of Ocean County. And remember... Your donations are tax deductible, which means it's five bucks less that Biden and Al will have to buy weapons for the Taliban. Those of you who want to make a direct contribution can send your checks to VHS of Ocean County, CN 5292, Toms River, New Jersey, 08755. Attention Veterans Care Fund. 
Crime Proof, think like a criminal and beat them at their own game. And the best advice of the week I've heard so far is when running from trouble, never look back. Great advice Lot's wife could have really used. Maybe now she wouldn't be as salty. On that note, the clock on the wall says it all. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun for Hire Radio. Gun for Hire Radio is a kind of media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music New York, New York. On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun for Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. Remember, guys, each one, reach one, and also remember, just because you got two shots don't mean you're bulletproof. Be safe out there. Love you guys. See you next week. Y'all come back now, here. From sea to the shine.